Hartelike goeiemorgen saam met myself Linda Lemmen en Fanny natuurlijk hier in die studio, die Happening Radio studio. Morgen Fanny, ja, kan het goeie die Ja, nee, het gaan goed rankie heen, Gordon's baie natuurlijk, Willits Plaza. Uh, prachtige dag, ons het gister een bykie warm gehad, die mm. wind, wind gewaai, vandag waai weer, maar uh, bykie stiller. Nee, maar wind het opgehou, ons gaan nou nou beetje ja, ek en jy. Ja, nee, die ek sien, sien ek, het bykie opgehou, ja. Ons trek elke dag, maar ons kom net nie daar uit absoluut, nie, ne? Absoluut, definitief, ja. definitief. Ons sê, Fanny, ons het een vol program weer vandag? Ja, absoluut, nee, ons baie interessant, ons het een lekker program natuurlijk uh, voor die uh, groot uh, dag, die 1. november, het ons natuurlijk heel wat uh, politieke kwesties, wat ons moet uh, oorpraat, so ons Deze. het uh, vandag en morgen En vrijdag, lijkt like mij is het niet politiek, as ek so vannig, vannig daarna kijk. Ja, we gaan lekker politiek gesels, en so met my ons in die studio. We've got Sean Stacey from the Democratic Alliance. Good morning, Sean. Morning. How are you? Good. If you can just move your mic closer to you, Sorry. thank you. <laughs> morning, folks. Uh, morning, I'm, morning. How is everyone here? Yeah, we are fine. Always. Fantastic, thank you. Good, good. Thanks uh, for having me uh, back again. I'm yeah. really excited. I apologize I wasn't able to, to make last week. I had work commitments I was not able to get out of, no matter how I tried. Um, just want to apologize in advance to the listeners today. I'm going to do my best. I'm feeling a bit bit lightheaded for some reason. So do if you're watching on watching live do excuse the wreck i look like and <laughs> i will do my best to uh, to answer the questions in in light of in light of this sorry about no, that no, no problem. problem but welcome yet happening radio once again and as usual with us in studio with during the election hour Edwina Hatfield from the Gordons Bay Residence Association. Good morning, Edwina. Good morning, morning, morning. and good morning to the listeners. Lovely to be back in the studio. Fantastic. I think you must come and broadcast because you say yeah, you like yeah, it almost, almost every day with us. If you are tuned in, um, we are live on Facebook for the next hour. You can also send us a WhatsApp on 071. Two double three five seven zero five. So, if you've got any questions for Sean Stacey from the Democratic Alliance, this is now your last chance before the first of November. Yeah. After this, no more. Well, technically, they can always contact me directly. I have that open door policy. So, okay. we, at the end, we'll just um, read out my my cell phone number and and email again. So, if they can't or, or they miss the, the station now or they tune in later and watch it live, yes. let's let's give them my number so that we can have that dialogue. Have that. Okay, hundred percent. Sean, this is now almost D Day. Almost, yes, Almost. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday is election day, special vote, yeah. so yeah, special three days. Votes, yeah. Three special days, votes. yeah. So hopefully you're going to rest on Sunday before before you go out to the voting oh, stations early. Not. That's going to be a sleepless day. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're gonna hit it hard on Saturday and Sunday, besides monitoring the special votes in, in the various voting mm-hmm. stations to make sure that the IC goes out to, to the home votes and that the special votes do come in. We monitor that closely to make sure that there's okay. a fair and uh, a fair process and that there's no skullduggery or anything like that. Besides that, we're going to we're going to do a final final push on that weekend as well, which we are. We're currently final every day. We're doing a, a, a push across the city, but Saturday and Sunday is definitely not a rest day for not me. Not a rest day. Okay, <laughs> you can rest Monday after you vote. <laughs> uh, no, not even then. Not even on the second because then yeah, the real then work begins. Then the real work begins after after that. Whoever has been elected, I mean, that's going to be. Um, Sean, uh, where is the voting stations in this area, in the Gordons Bay area? Okay, great. No, I have it. I did WhatsApp it, but. There are seven voting stations in Gordon's Bay Ward 100. Mm-hmm. Um, 
First of all is Temperance Town Primary School. It's in the school. Um, the, the IEC will be putting up notice sign boards to point voters in the right direction. Okay. Second one is Gordons Bay Primary School. Again, mm -hmm. they should be putting up signposts, but you'll see we'll have our, our folks out there to, to help okay. voters. Okay. Um, third one is Harmony Park. Um, the fourth one is Rustov Secondary School on Boundary Road. Mm -hmm. um, the other three are a bit harder to find, but um, it's the African Faith Mission Church in Sequel Park. Okay. It's the, the grey building. Uh, okay, yes. Um, the one. other one is, the sixth one is the Casablanca Community Hall on Sequel Park Road. Um, that's where they have the, the daycare um, opposite the, the red, um, what you call, spaza shop. Oh, yes. Oh, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last one is the Gastro Mejit Mosque. That's on the same road, um, Hassan Khan um, Road, same road as the Gordon's, I mean, the Gastro um, Clinic. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the seven in, in the ward, yes. Okay. But it's Thank also, you. if I may add, it's very important that voters go to <laughs> where they, <coughs> it's unlike a, a provincial slash national yeah. election where it doesn't quite matter where you vote as long as you're voting in the pri mm. province. In this election, you have to vote where you're registered because you're voting for your direct council representative. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you may be out on the beach in Strand or for the day, although come to Gordon's Bay Beach, it's much better, but you might be out in Strand or Fishhook or any other area on the day and feel it's more convenient to go vote there. You mm -hmm. can't yeah, because that's yeah. not where you're registered. Mm -hmm. You have to vote for your local government rep, Absolutely, so you have yeah. to go to where you're registered. But when you're in Gordon's Bay, you can go and vote at any of these voting stations. Theoretically, yeah. actually, um, as long as you're going to one within the the within the the, the ward mm -hmm. however we do encourage voters that they go to the one where they're registered because you can get very sometimes you can get very um difficult ic presiding officers mm -hmm. and and it's up to the presiding officer on the day they might be very strict and say no you can't come to this one even though it's in the right ward you have to go to the one mm -hmm. so it, it, it's often you get that instances the presiding officer doesn't allow that mm -hmm. and that's why we say in order to prevent the inconvenience of yourself having to run from pillar to post mm -hmm. please go to where you are registered because it is up to the to the IEC. Yeah. I just want to mention to the listeners they can go on to I think it's the IEC's website type in their ID numbers and mm -hmm. it will show them exactly where mm -hmm. they are registered to vote. And also there's an even quicker way and you get a quick response you can SMS um, your ID number to 32810. I've, I've been doing it the last few days um, to, to check residence, but let me just 100% confirm that it is, yes, it's 32810. You can okay. SMS it and, it's a, and you should get an answer within a minute or minute. two. Okay. Yeah. And, and will that tell you exactly where you need to, what uh, voting station? Yes, it will say, it will say Sean Stacy is registered yeah. to vote at Harmony Park okay. uh, Voting Station. Yeah. On the IEC one as well, when you go Correct. onto the website, I've put my ID number in and it tells me Linda Lemon registered at Harmony Park. It gives you a lot of info. I think it does, even gives the, the um, GPS coordinates and everything for it. it. Does. Wonderful. Yeah. And, um, yes. and in the, the, the times that we, we uh, during what time does it, what, what, Vote, what uh, Okay, up? so voting starts at about seven. Seven o'clock in the um, morning. Okay. Also, it depends on how, if, and also, please, listeners, um, if you get there past seven and, and you see that the IC hasn't opened the voting station, although we will have our folks there to okay. alert us to it, but we'll have our stay, our DA tables up and running from about six, half past six. Okay, so we'll okay. be monitoring that they're open on time. All right, so it's we'll seven o'clock. Yeah, and it closes at nine. Um, but at th night. Nine at yeah, night. At night, yeah. But the, if, if, say, example, the four of us are, are in, a, in a queue mm -hmm. and it hits nine o'clock, but um, 
Edwina is behind me in the line, but she still was in the line at nine o'clock. There will be a police officer at each station. They will stand at the last person on the queue. And in everyone who was in the queue can still vote. But no okay. one coming after that time can come oh, okay. behind. Okay. And so even if it goes on till 12 o'clock at as night? As long as everyone that was in the queue at nine o'clock at was nine there, they will be okay. in the chance. 100%. Okay. We will just continue broadcasting that as well and informing the listeners about that so that they don't get there at five past nine and say, I'll still want to vote. Can we just ask Sean another question? Mm. Sean, the ballot papers. Um, We know that we're going to do one ballot paper. It's going to be for the country, for the vote for the country, for Mm. the ruling party for the country. The second one is for the ward. Not so. Um, Oh, you're, you're half right. It, the, the one okay. is for proportional representation in the municipality. Because yeah. you get two types of councillors. You get ward councillors. First of all, we're going we're gonna to be voting number one for the country. No, not for the no, country. No. For not the at all for no. the country. For, for the no. province. For, no, for the not, pro- not, not even for the, munici- for the, for propor- the municipality. For the, for the proportional representation in the municipality. Because there are ward councillors and proportional representatives. Can you councils. explain that to yes, us? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So every municipality has two types of councillors. One is the ward councillor that directly represents the ward in this geographic boundary. And then for every ward councillor the amount, say there's, for, for easy reference, say there's 50 wards in a city, mm-hmm. then there will be 50 proportional representative councillors which aren't ward-based, but the party gets voted, gets allocated seats, mm-hmm. almost like provincial parliament and national parliament, they get allocated seats according to the percentage of votes that they got in the proportional ballot. So this is to ensure that there are other party representation, even if one party wins every ward by just one vote. Because remember, if you, you can win a ward by one vote, as long as you got one more vote than the next person. No, 50 plus one or fifty. Like no, that. even if, it, if even because we have 33 candidates in this ward now, even if every candidate gets like 500 votes, mm-hmm. but the one person gets 501 then that person gets in it as long as it's one more than you know it's mm-hmm. whoever gets them the, the most okay. so that the proportional representation allows parties to have representation even if they didn't win ward seats and there's amount the same amount of proportional representative representative councillors as there are ward seats so the one ballot is to vote for the party of your choice who you prefer which then the other one is to vote for the councillor that you want for your local ward okay okay yeah. so so just to explain that um Myself and Fani are standing for ward, co- or, or I'm standing for ward councillor. Mm-hmm. I get elected. Everybody stick my name, but Fani can win proportional. Depends. He must be on his party's list. Each party yeah. submits their ward councillor mm-hmm. candidates, okay. and then they submit a list to however many they expect to to get um, of ward of ward proportional lists. Mm-hmm. So you will see on the IEC's list of candidates, you'll say A A and C. Can ward one's candidate X Y Z? Mm-hmm. Then afterward, or actually before that, you'll see number one, two, three, four, all the way down to two hundred. That's their proportional, and that's the people that they've put up in order of their of their preference. So depending on the, so for example, number one on the DA's list is Jordan Hill Lewis mm-hmm. because he's our mayoral candidate. Number two is J P Smith, and number three is if I'm if I remember correctly, is Anthea Limburg. Um, and then depending on how much percentage of the votes we get, we get a, we get a certain amount of PR seats, and you fill them up from number one downwards. Okay. So sorry. So I'm just not understanding quite this proportional representative. Where do they fit into the picture of of, of who's governing us? And we know. So say 
at the moment we get we got our mayor and then we've got our MACO members and then where do these proportional representatives sort of fit into the picture? That is a good question. It um, <coughs> parties are able to assign them to to where they where they they want them to be. Um, um, also, what I do know is that if a party gets a lot of seats in. Um, in say Bloberg Strand or more in s or in in Gordon's Bay, mm -hmm. the sub council eight, then the then they will be allocated to the sub council where that party got more, depending oh. on how many PRCs there. Oh, okay. Some parties only like for example the ANC only get I mean not ANC the ACDP gets one or two two PRCs mm -hmm. depending. Mm -hmm. Sorry if I got that wrong, ACDP. I can't remember how many PR councils you. But they also can they can assign the folks to 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 where they want them to work. Okay. So they they mobile um for example the da we can assign them where we feel that it is a, the need is is greatest or where they feel that there's gaps for example in kailicha where there's no da councillors we put pr councillors to make sure there's at least there's service delivery in mm. the anc ward mm -hmm. um for example in in ward 69 where i used to to work there it's a da ward but it's marginal because they've got Masifu Mulele that needs a lot of work so they would assign a pr councillor to Masi to to focus on that they could even assign a pr councillor to gordon's bay if they wanted to um because it's so, a so sean if it's so important that that we're going to have to vote for a pa councillor none of us know who these pr people is the first yeah. time we're going to do is see their faces no, on, on the, the ballot paper no, you, you don't see that you don't see their you, just, see you, you don't party. see it, you just see the party's name and the logo. Just the party's because name. Because the party the then fills uh, up those positions the as, as okay. a okay. Okay. All right, so that, okay, so that sort of clears that one because <laughs> <laughs> I just thought. But you don't also, you won't see my face on the ballot as well. No, you'll just see. You'll just see my name uh, and then the DA's name and the DA's logo. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes, just yeah. the party and, and the, the, party the candidate's the name. name. Yeah. candidate's name. Sean, before we go over to, to questions, mm -hmm. um, are you ready for. What might happen when you should you get elected? Yes, um, I am. I've been mentally preparing myself, physically preparing myself. Um, I know. I mean, I've been easing into it. Residents have been approaching me in mass already um, to assist them with the assumption that I'm going to be the the new ward councillor, and I've been assisting how and when I can with the limited powers that I do currently have, which I, you know, not being in council. Um, but it's let's let's not beat around the bush. It's going to be hard work, mm -hmm. and Gordon's Bay has a lot that needs to be done. So it's going to be extra hard work compared to other wards because we have to catch up to to get to where other wards are. So we mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of hard work. I'm going to have to roll up my metaphorical sleeves and get cracking as soon as I can. And then you've got myself and Edwina as well. Yeah, but you guys we, are going to come help me as we're well. Gonna, you're gonna, you're, we're going to bring you in here once a week to catch up on what's happening. <laughs> That's actually a, yeah. quite a quite a good idea because remember last interview I said that I believe in a multi-pronged approach to, um, to to communication because not everyone, not one size fits all. That is a great idea we can explore. Maybe once a week might be a bit ambitious, yeah. but we should... That that's a n not a bad idea to have a to have a regular catch up. Yeah, we, we can continue with the yeah. election hour once a month, maybe just yeah, do to yeah. do a catch 100%. up. Hundred percent. I've also thought of having uh, having a a a. A fortnightly or monthly newsletter mm -hmm. for residents, and they can freely sign up and um, freely. I just need to work out how they would unsign up because um, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Thank unsubscribe. you because of Poppy Act. Mm -hmm. um, there's also there's a program or uh, online platform called something monkey um, 
which which helps you to 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 broadcast large amounts of of news mm -hmm. data, and they manage that. That's something that I've been exploring. We can also through the GBRA, we're going to 100%. be going into bi-monthly meetings mm -hmm. where we have open meetings. So For that sure. would be another platform there. And when we have had those meetings, they're always well attended by the residents because yeah. mm. there are so many issues as such. But mm. and, and, and I think the more whoever comes in as our councillor, the more that we are open with communication 100%. to the residents, the better it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm also no, f no stranger to night meetings. I mean, that I used to do two, three night meetings every week er, non-stop when I was working and mm -hmm. as a staff as a staff for the party so that's n I mean most people are only available at night time so yeah. that's no problem as well um, but also we need to make sure that the ward committee is also communicating through their channels and the organizations that they represent and make sure that sub councils also communicating mm -hmm. with those organizations that are on the database. So we'd also need to start with the process to make sure those all those organizations that are on the sub council database still meet the criteria because you have to have regular AGMs, etc., and submit yeah. regular documents so that you don't fall off the wayside of mm -hmm. that. So that's also something we need to keep an eye on as well. Okay. Last question for myself. Mm -hmm. We go and vote on Monday. When will we know who will be our ward councillor? Well, the, um, <coughs> we will actually know on the evening. Mm -hmm. So let me just take a quick sip. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we will start. know because we have counting agents inside, and the counting okay. agents will, will watch it, and the count will be done on the evening. Um, depending on how contentious that particular voting station is or how many voters there are, counting can take up to the late hours, early 1, 2 in the morning. What happens is the IEC, once the voting is cast, will stick a, a paper with the results for that video outside the voting mm -hmm. station. Um, and so we'll know on the evening, unofficially in the sense, then um, Please excuse my, I don't know the exact timelines, but I think it's within a day or two, they will result, they will, they will, IEC will announce all the results nationally, okay. formally. But we will literally know on, on Monday night. 100%. Okay. Thank you. Edwina, the floor is yours, or the studio is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Sean, uh, it's great to have you here in the Thank studio you. again. As you know, there was great disappointment because you couldn't make it the last time and Carl Pint was here and shame we did put him under the bus <laughs> to answer questions uh, on your behalf. So on Friday the DA was here with Gordon Hill Lewis to uh, to introduce himself as our possible mayor of the uh, city of Cape Town and we look forward to that. So at that meeting you gave an introduction to yourself that really bodes so different to what you did on radio and I would really like you to put out to the residents um, just to explain to them the experience that you do have in in, mun in the municipalities because you've come up quite a you know from a young age mm -hmm. working within the municipality and uh, it's interesting and I think the, the listeners need to know that you do have this experience as well without favoring you Sean. Perfect no 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 problem that's a good point. Um, so I'm going to skip past my my the part of my life when I was still within school and university and I was yes, actively yes. involved in the party. Mm -hmm. um, very soon after after graduating from university, I found myself waitering. Um, and while I was waiting, I was trying to get into the party as a as a um, employee to gain experience. Um, at that stage, I <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Sorry about that. 
Um, at that stage, the, what, what the, the DA has assigned to every constituency what you call a constituency officer. The name keeps changing every few years, but it's basically a constituency manager who oversees a geographical area for all party-related activity within that, that sphere. Um, so being a, a, a young waiter looking for the experience, I phoned the local constituency manager and I said, I would like to job shadow you. Mm -hmm to gain experience for when I go through to interviews, et cetera, et cetera. So I ended up actually spending every off day assisting this gentleman with his job. And if I had a night shift as a waiter, I would spend the day during the day helping him out. Mm -hmm. If I had a day shift, I would help him out at nighttime. And then he eventually resigned. Um, he moved overseas and I was headhunted because I, I was actually quintessentially doing the job for free for, for, for a while. And that was my first political employment role and I had that job for about four years and that was four years until I took my current position. So I was a constituency manager of, a, of the geographical area of what we call the Deep South and Southern Peninsula One, mm -hmm. which is two const uh, one constituency at the beginning but actually towards the end of my career working for the party I was managing two constituencies by myself. Um, it was from a grassy park, sea winds, Capricorn, down through to Musenberg, Fishhook, all the way to Cape Point, including Ocean View, Red Hill, um, uh, Masifumelele, Simonstown, etc. Okay. So I worked directly for the party in terms of campaigning and political activity, logistical arrangements, financial. I, I oversaw the finances of the party, the bookkeeping of the party, asset management of the party, stakeholder engagement mm -hmm. and management of the party. And I'd also work hand in hand with councillors on a daily basis. I would spend a lot of my time actually in the councillors' offices mm -hmm. um, because we had that one-on-one -on -one relationship. I would attend um, community projects with them. I would assist them with community projects mm -hmm. um, without my DA hat on in, in when it was city-related. Um, I separated party and 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 and, um, and state, but because of that role, I assisted them in in I was I tagged along to community development projects when they had oversight or um, role when they did oversight of various projects. I sat in and listened to sub council meetings. Mm -hmm. I chatted with them and they guided me and coached me on a daily basis. And I would assist them where and how I can. So I actually have quite practical experience of council because I worked on a daily basis hand in hand with councillors for about four years. Okay. So Sean, can I uh, then just say, you, Gordon's Bay, as we, we've put out to everybody, uh, it's, all, it's going to be all about the councillor that's elected because mm -hmm. of what we've had previous and we're not going to go into that. Mm -hmm. So the councillor, doesn't matter what party he comes from, we want to know that that councillor is really going to work for us. Yeah. Um, for instance, Sakeborsi and Protea Road, the the infrastructure there is collapsing by the hour. They have had <coughs> more than, I think it's 22 or 25 burst pops this year alone. And all they do is they repair and it bursts, repair and it bursts. Yeah. So it's not on the capital budget, it's not on the progressive budget, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. We want to know as, as councillor, will you be able to, or whoever, will they be able to pull any strings to maybe start the process where they actually, you know, put in a whole new line there? Because those residents can't carry on as it is. And it always happens on a Friday night. 
you know, so that they're without water over the yeah. weekend. Um, yeah, you know, we it, that's one of the small issues. So we mm. know that when you come in into council that you understand, as 100%. you've told us now, you understand what a councillor is all about. But how are you going to manage this budget straight away to to bring in the stuff that we need like yeah, right the, the now? The urgent things the that urgent needs to things, be addressed. Yes. How yeah. are you going to work with that? Well, this that's a good that's a good example of something that's urgent, and there's plenty of urgent things in in the ward. So my my plan is to f at uh, from the onset when when sub council readjourns and we have our first sub council meetings, I want to flood sub council with motions constantly, and so that it's on the agenda, and that I can ask for status updates every sub council and keep pushing these motions, take those up to council and take it up to the city manager so that it can be put onto the sub council agenda, which then can go onto the IDP. Because the IDP is what guides the city, mm. um, city's plans and its projects for the five-year term that we have go, um, going forward. So I need to flood sub council with motions so that we can get Gordon's Bay's needs on that IDP so that it doesn't um, doesn't go past and 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 um, and then you've got none of our projects that are that are headlined or budgeted for in this IDP so mm -hmm. motions 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 follow up and put pressure on on sub council and put pressure on officials so Sean do you think uh, um, the I uh, know taking it to sub council is fantastic so you know to go that can you drive that process will you have the authority to drive that process or is it then up to the sub council manager who then drives it higher up or is it you mm -hmm. have to keep driving it to the sub council manager and then it goes higher then does it get lost get lost in the woodwork what actually happens yes. well you need to drive it with the sub council to the sub council manager to make sure that it stays on the agenda and you need to keep on and have a very good working relationship with the sub council manager um, you need to, to find that working dynamic and you need to, to be on their case, as you say. But it shouldn't be lost to the Eastler because it needs to be something that I keep pushing and I keep bringing up and take it up to as motions to, to, to the greatest council. Mm -hmm. You know, the city of Cape Town, by the way, is the only um, uh, metro that has the system of sub-councils. In Joburg and Pretoria, they don't have systems of sub-councils. Okay. They've only got council. So besides taking it to sub-council and driving it on that agenda, all of our needs and our wants, I want to, um, I want to take that directly to council. And as you know, I'm, I'm quite, quite talkative and firm. I will, I will not let, let up. I will stand firm and I'll stand strong in council and I'll be the voice of our people because that's what I do. Mm. We really hope that that's what but you do because we need that voice, you know, and mm. uh, any, other, any other councillors that whoever is chosen, that we do hope that they're going to have that voice for us because Absolutely. I think, uh, and Linda will agree, as Gordon's Bay Arts, as Gordon's Bay residents, mm. we are very firm on what we want in this term going yeah. forward and the answers are going to have to come fast and furious and mm. thick and as yeah but luckily if yeah. i may interject i have experience with working with departmental officials and and putting pressure on them and i have experience in my current position which is actually transferable here it's it's provincial um it's provincial um officials and department heads but i i have experience with with driving driving projects with them and, and putting pressure on officials to make sure that they do their end of the mm -hmm. uh, of the bar of the deal and that they do what their side and, and pull their weight so i have okay. i have practical experience with with direct driving and and dealing with officials mm -hmm. okay. <laughs>
I just want to mention again that we are live on Facebook and if you've got any questions for Sean, please send them to 071-233-5705. Um, Edwina, I know you've got some questions there, but can we quickly go to the mm, questions I've got? Um, a question came through, ask him why he moved to Gordon's Bay and if it was before or after he was promised the councillor position. Uh, well, that's a simple question. I was never promised a position in the first place. I don't know where that rumor started, but to be, let's just put, be, be frank, I was never promised a position. Why did I move to Gordon's Bay? My wife and I, I had recently started a position in, in the um, in, in the Department of Health. We found ourselves in a position where we could afford to buy a house. We were expecting our firstborn, and we decided to find a place to settle down and, and plant our roots. Um, we did extensive research on, on not just property values, but um, infrastructure needs, schooling, et cetera, et cetera, across the city, with, and, and we had certain criteria of what we would like out of a suburb. Okay. And eventually, we, we found that Gordons Bay was, was the best place for us, for us to settle down and invest as a family and grow as a, and, and start a family. Okay. So it was never, that was done long before they even opened applications for, for the party for people to, to submit their nominations for council position anyway. And another one, ask him if he is ever willing to stand against the party line and if not, how we can possibly drive anything substantial through a council that is run by his own party who will dictate to him from the top down. Uh, that's disingenuous in the sense that it's, you're assuming that the party doesn't allow you to have a voice as a councillor. Um, all party, all candidates are, from whatever party you are, are guided by the party's policy. Um, and I firmly believe that the party's policies that we have, our manifestos that we have, are the best suited to, to bring forward development and, and service delivery to um, to, to the citizens of, of the, and residents of, of Cape Town. So there's no need for me to go against it in the sense that our party's policy and manifesto speaks perfectly to, to the needs of what needs to be done. Um, but I've never been afraid to speak out even against my party members. Um, but I can't imagine a scenario where I'm going to have to say X because the party's saying Y because we're all in agreement. That's why I chose the party in the yeah. first place. Okay. I think, Linda, that question possibly can come from the fact that through the RDP, mm. when we have put stuff on the RDP for this ward of the needs that we want, it hasn't been carried forward. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, we it's, know yeah. that it goes to sub-council and then it goes on to the... Uh, to the um, makers of the budget etc and it hasn't been carried forward and I think that's where that question is coming from but I think if we have a councillor who's going to have a voice um, then and yes and I think we will stand behind that councillor to make sure our voice is our voices are there. Yes. <laughs> we've got a radio station sure. also we're going to shout out here Absolutely. but though that, that 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 wouldn't have to do with you standing against your party because the IDP has yeah. not got to do with your the, your party's policies are what guides the city when you as the ruling party but uh, the, whether something comes on the IDP or not is not going or doesn't rub against your party's policies in the first place some more questions from your have. side. Yes, Sean, you are mm -hmm. currently employed with the um, the health department. What, what yes. What, yes. Okay. So, um, should Tuesday come and you are the nominated councillor for this area, we know that your job has been important to you and you've had to work during this period of while you campaigning and etc. Mm -hmm. Do you have to work a notice? 
Um, I've also already on the phone with my with my managing supervisor this morning prior to the interview, and we agreed that I'm going to draft a resignation letter with immediate effect, mm -hmm. um, and and type it and put it in my draft box. And the second that I know the results come through, I open my laptop, connect to the internet, and click send. Um, dear minister, dear, I'm not going to mention names. Um, I have just been elected by my by my constituents to be the ward councillor for Ward 100. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to please, um, I want to start serving them now and start serving them with passion. I would like to please motivate and request that um, that I resign with immediate effect and they are going to motivate with HR that I do it with immediate effect and we don't see any obstacles with that. So quintessentially, I'll be no longer a staff member from Tuesday morning. Okay. Should it happen? And then you, you. you take a, a takeover office in at the Strand Municipality? Yes. Um, well, we also, uh, I will start hitting the ground running straight away. Um, you will, the swearing-in should be somewhere in the middle of November. Okay. And that's when you get your official email and your official laptop and your, your car access card and, and all that. Because what happens is, that once the results are in, the IEC sends a list to the city manager and saying these are the, the, the councillors and then the city manager then sends you an email inviting you or gets hold of you mm -hmm. telephonically or via email or both inviting you to come in and, and sign your, your acceptance of, of councillor, etc, etc and that's that process. So there's a bit of a process and then yeah. we will have our first council meeting but the plan is to hit it running from the, from the second anyway regardless. Okay. And in, and get slowly and get to know the officials ASAP. Um, introduce myself as the as the new the new standing councillor. So the ground will be hit from the day two, regardless of being sworn in or mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then my last or second last question, Sean. As you know, Gordon's Bay is passionate about the people in Gordon's Bay, etc. Mm -hmm. We've got very strong organisations. What is your um, what will your plan be as far as uh, um, holding hands with these different organizations? Yeah. When I say Gordon's Bay, I'm not talking about this side of Gordon's Bay, I'm talking about the, the whole, whole world. world you know? How are we going to, to hold hands? Because right up to now, although uh, as a ward committee member, I, I'm very aware of the people in the different areas, mm -hmm. but but the residents are. We uh, Residents don't know. They don't know what's happening in Ristoff. Yeah. They have an idea of what's happening in Broadlands Park, Casablanca, and that we need mm -hmm. to start had, holding hands. Oh, how are you going to bring us all together? Well, that's not so, um, that is something that is vitally important because they have, there are so many different um, stakeholders and so many different parties all trying to do the same, um, to do good work, but there's often overlap because there's no, there's no coordination. Um, we, what we desperately need is, is to create cohesion. Um, we, should tr we should have a, initially um, this, have a meeting where we invite all the key stakeholders together uh, where we introduce ourselves to each other, where people can get familiar with the, with the folks from different organizations, so we can start forming a, a Gordon's Bay a cohesive unit or Gordon's Bay Forum. Um, the, we, should, we need to get people in touch with each other and form working relationships and bonds. Uh, the process might not be instantaneous when people instantly start working hand in hand, but it, we need to start that spark and, and start getting people um, from the beginning, it, it like I said, it's not going to be instantaneous, but we need to start with that process, and it, it might take a while, but at least we 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 start 
down that path. But Edwina, is that where it's very important to oh, stay in contact with you because you know everybody and every organisation in the whole of Gordon's Bay. And um, I think it's going to be important for that ward councillor to be in touch with you regularly, daily, um, to see that the whole of Gordon's Bay just take hands. I think, like, I have a mm. to-do list, uh, uh, oh, right. He's <laughs> yeah. going to have a to-do list from me as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also need to probably, possibly um, um, look at the ward committee and its composition as well so that we get a better representation of the various types of organisations. Um, currently, it's just... Uh, civic-based organizations primarily are about six out of the ten and in the other one is is disadvantaged groups but we need to have representation from all different types mm -hmm. so for example sporting sporting codes um, business forums um, so you need to have a, a, a bit more of a broader representation of the types of organizations in the ward committee rather than just two narrow types of groups because yeah. then you're not representing the interests of all the different stakeholders. Mm -hmm. But um, we'll cross that ward committee bridge when, when we get there. Mm. Yeah. My last question, Linda, from mm -hmm. me is, uh, um, you know that the homeless is a problem in Gordon's Bay we have contained our little tent town as we call it Upper Hendon Park because that's where they stay we've given them a name there and <coughs> and you know kudos to them they keep the area very clean we've managed to contain it we're down to six tents and hopefully by the end of this month we're down to five tents because we know one of them is definitely moving into accommodation so slowly we as as residents as neighborhood watch we are or chipping at the block as such, but mm. safety, security, the working relationship between safety, security, how are you going to enhance that for us? We do have a good relationship with JP Smith, we do have a good relationship with Docs and that, but how can you further advance that for us? Um, good question. Um, with regards to, to the, the actual tent town itself, it's, as you said, it is a tricky situation, especially under lockdown regulations and rules. Mm -hmm. You can't evict people in, in the current state of disaster. Um, somewhere, someone said, um, and I don't know the exact figure, but since lockdown started to last year, about a thousand new informal settlements have popped up in the city of Cape Town. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. And the it's, city um, it's crazy. Yeah. In terms yeah. of safety and security, um, I would love, as so you mentioned um, community cohesion uh, a question or two ago, and I think that's a brilliant step towards the direction of safety and security when we all take that matter in its, into its own hands. I said at the meeting the other day with Jordan Hill Lewis that safety and security is one of the two uh, biggest besides the second biggest well not the the two is safety and security and, and economic development are the two biggest concerns in this ward and they both feed into each other it's a circle you know safety mm -hmm. security affects economic development and vice versa um, so safety and security is a massive problem we need to work in a cohesive manner we have a great working Gordon's Bay neighborhood watch there are other neighborhood watches in the areas and I would love for them to collaborate and work together um, share best practices um, share assistance. The other neighborhood watches aren't as well formulated and as well operated as the Gordon's Bay one. I would love for them to to teach and give, share their experience and their, their, their skill sets with the others to try and bring them up. Uh, I did take J.P. Smith through Gustra about a week or two ago to show him the, the, the conditions of Gustra and, and we went with the neighborhood watch but the neighborhood watch there also they 
they're severely lacking in, in the right equipment and also the manpower. There's ten, f 10 ladies, but you can't just have 10 ladies um, patrolling. patrolling. First of all, it can't just be ladies, and also mm -hmm. 10 is not enough for a community. So in terms of safety and security, I think it's a whole-of-society approach that we need to, and a multifaceted approach. I know cameras is, is something that was put through with, with um, the outgoing councillor to mm -hmm. have in the ward. Um, which is great because cameras are, is is a good feature for safety, and then you've got then you've actually got evidence to to use, and you can actually track the folk. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm not making a promise now, but I want to explore the option. Is do you know that, for example, in some suburbs they have what you call gunshot detection. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant because as soon as it gets a, it, the, the, the system picks up a gunshot, yeah. it immediately alerts SAPS and, and, mm. and security, and, and they can be they can be on it. Mm. As far as I know, and I speak on the correction, we don't have such in our ward, but that would be brilliant because gunshots go off on a regular basis. Mm. Um, we look forward to your budget, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, any more thing. questions from you there, Edwina? No, that's it, okay. uh, Linda. Um, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Okay. Thank you. Sean, on, you've touched on the neighbourhood watches. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be part of a neighbourhood watch? I would love to try and get involved with all of them, so I, can't, I'm, and I might be committing to spread myself thin. But okay. no, I'm not. I'm not saying that you have to patrol every night yes. and, and do that. Mm -hmm. But tomorrow night, uh, there is a um, patrollers or new members uh, meeting at the Lions Club seven o'clock tomorrow night at the Lions Club here in Gordon's Bay. So any patrollers or new patrollers that wants to patrol can go there and they will give you because you need to have your fingerprints done and your photo taken you know yes, they you don't do. photoshop anything there ask me i know pretty because you know yeah. i could do with a bit of photoshopping <laughs> would you do me a favor please would you sms me that details just so that i can add it to my diary it might by the time of this interview it might slip out I my will. mind but I i'm going to i would i would dearly love to go to that tomorrow mm -hmm. night you said it's tomorrow night thursday night correct uh, seven o'clock seven o'clock yes so we will we'll talk offline but i would i yeah. would dearly love to go to mm -hmm. that to, to that meeting okay mm -hmm. then i've got another comment here see my numbers all over the facebook and the whatsapps and wherever <laughs> likewise but that i wouldn't have it any other way to be honest with you oh. um in front of the flare park area that that piece of beach that's there mm. um, during the season time people come there and they come and have their picnic but there's no toilet facilities there what's going to be done about that the closest toilets they've got is Harbour Island but that's normally locked so what is going to be done are they going to be putting up toilets there over the season time or not can I answer that one Please for you, do. Sean? So every mm. year, Linda, round about now, yeah. this period, all the, the law enforcement, metro, parks, all the different departments get together. We have a round table and we have what we call a festive planning meeting. Okay. And in the festive planning meeting, it is uh, it is one of the things that we, we talk about. Toilets is prime. I mean, mm -hmm. here in Gordons Bay, we have exactly four toilets for our whole beachfront. Yeah. So we do get in those extra toilets, etc. Nobody has ever, ever asked for toilets for that area and we will do i will do, oh okay I, d I don't know who you've asked <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you offline but we will put yeah. it on i will definitely when we go to that festive planning yeah. meeting i will definitely yes. make note and i will send yeah. a, uh, um, an email to parks when i'm finished here to say please they must put there the only problem is mm. linda if it is the portaloos 
the wind. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there a way to, to, to secure those down with kite? Unless we, we get a static one that's parked on the grounds of, uh, you know, on the parking lot of uh, of, uh, um, of Albert Island. Island there. Yeah. So let's make that suggestion, yeah. yeah. But, but then it's going to be open to our it's gonna, they're dune gonna have dwellers. No, 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 no they're going to have to have, uh, like they do on the beachfront, on Main Beach, they have a person okay. there all the time, and at night the toilets are, are locked. Because okay. yeah. I've, I've personally seen people yes. coming there, and then they dig this hole in the sand, and they put the baby's nappies in there, and, oh. yeah, you know, I mean, because there's no place for them to go, because the one at Harbour Island is permanently locked. But, um, but, to, but to, to, to say to that, I mean, with, sorry to sound, uh, I don't know what I'm sounding like, but there's a level of personal responsibility yeah. as well. You can't just, I mean, who in their right mind would bury a nappy? Don't you Lots. carry? Yeah, we should, but, <laughs> you, should, but you should have a level of his personal responsibility, responsibility as, a, as a citizen. Yeah. Bring diaper bags. When you take a dog for a walk, you mm. bring a, a packet. I mean, I can't imagine dumping my child's diaper in. I mean, that's just unfathomable. It happens. It happens. I can Not imagine it happens, but all it's, over. it's disappointing yeah. that people that resort to that. Yeah, yeah. Vani, have you got any questions no, for no, Sean? I'm actually very excited uh, for, for Monday. Uh, very important. I think everybody must go out and vote. I think that, that uh, there's a lot of people that wants to stay stay out, but mm -hmm. I think it's very important to vote. There. Precisely. Yeah. Can I just ask on the special vote, Sean? I think a lot of people might not have registered for Correct. Sean for special votes, so there's no ways they can still be no. as no, Also, a lot of people picky. didn't register this time because, you know, I, I spoke about how we, we've had a very short election period. It was, mm. it was, uh, it was announced on the 28th or plus minus of, of August that we were actually going to have this. It was, yes. you know, that we had the, um, we had the Commission of Inquiry by the mm -hmm. IC trying to delay it in the first place because they said it wouldn't be free and fair elections, even though it was predicted that we would have a wave in February yes. in the first place mm -hmm. and this would be the end of our wave in October. Be that as it may, it was announced quickly and we weren't even sure we were going to have a registration weekend because of that timeline and Dlamini Zuma had to announce had she had to renege her um, with that with the court's um, ruling. She had to renege it and then reannounce the election date. We didn't even know if we were going to have a, a registration weekend. Mm -hmm. So this registration weekend had probably the poorest registration stats across the country yeah. in in since 1994. Um, people just simply didn't know that there was a registration weekend. I've speak and spoke. And as a party, we tried our, our utmost best mm. to to make residents aware. We had huge calling campaigns trying to make residents aware. Mm. We tried to hand out flyers. But the ICs also, they leg technically, legally, they were meant to advertise That's it and make Ill. it. But they did, they did sweet nothing about it, mm. barely. So most people, <laughs> there's been a very little re um, um, registration of new voters. People have moved in the last two years people have moved Look, all over so yeah. uh, you're going to find in this election hundreds thousands of folks who are going to pitch up to to vote and then they're going to well, be turned away which is yeah. a sad pity because it, it's folk who want to exercise the democratic right and responsibility to vote but they're just not going to be able to and mm. I, I'm, I feel really sorry and sad about that actually yeah. and I think uh, uh, a big part of that plays in the beginning because of all the uncertainty and COVID etc everybody 
thought, oh, well, well why should, should we? Be, yeah. And now it comes to the crunch and they realise that their vote is important. Yeah. And uh, sadly, it's too late. Too late, yeah. But with the special vote, Sean, I'm just going to use my mother and father as examples. They've, they've registered for the special votes because they, they're old. And uh, my mom's going to kill me if she hears this. She's <laughs> going to hear it. No. She will hear it. She will. But let's say my, my father registered, but not my mother. And they come to them now for the special vote. Home well, vote. Home sorry. vote. Yeah, home vote. Will they allow my mother to vote as well on mm. the day that they come to my father no. or not? No. It's And we've had that problem as well in families where they've registered on the ICs. Because the IC, for the, uh, for the first time, actually modernized and they had a platform where you could register yourself to vote prior to the registration weekend mm -hmm. and they also had the platform where you could register for a special votes online um, but that that seemed to have been a bit glitchy folks who from the same households have registered and for special votes and one of them's application was approved the others wasn't the one wasn't then special mm -hmm. voted in the one ward so they for example we we went to Somervale mm to assist the residents of Somervale to the 500 odd people yeah. to register there. And now we've turned out that about half of their, their registrations was, weren't registered with, or the, the, it wasn't successful, their special votes. So we're going to have to make a massive plan to try and lift club, get the folks to the voting station so that they can exercise that right. But it would have been nice if they could have had it done at home because mm. they're frail, they can't move. Can't, yeah. And now they have to be put into a vehicle but but what I always say um, and I might get lambasted for that is that I always believe that the elderly should be marched straight to the front of the queue I've always I done should, that I would yeah. if an old person comes with a crutch mm. or a Zimmer mm. frame or something I grab them by the arm and mm. I march them straight mm. I don't care about the skiff looks that I get from the other voters yeah. You've, you know you're young you're fresh mm. you, you can, can wait you can yeah. wait an extra yeah. five ten minutes so that's what I encourage the folks to do. If there's an elder person in the queue, please just allow them to go straight to the mm. front of the queue. Not only elder, there's some disabled people. Yeah, sorry, yeah, well. uh, that's what I meant, though. Yeah. yeah, But you're right. I shouldn't have mm. just said elderly. You're 100% right, disabled, those in wheelchairs, those mm. with prosthetics, those who are sickly. Um, just please, um, you know, have a bit of compassion mm. on the day mm. and just mm. allow them to go to the front of the queue. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Make it fun. Make it fun, yeah. Yeah, we'll make it yeah. Sean, <laughs> where are you going to cast your vote? Which station will you be at? Um, what, are you talking about where I'm going to be based on the day? or On just the day, oh, yes. I've registered for a special vote because, you know, I'm going oh, to. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine I rock up there. And I got the confirmation of it. Imagine I rock up there um, and um, they say, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, we have a mass as a, as a DA. We have a massive war room operation okay. to get out the vote. Okay. I'll be stationed there and going to the various voting stations as the need for it. I'm not stationed anywhere. I'm okay. I'm going to be a floater. Okay. So I'll be going from station to station where the need is. If if they need me to bring more papers or something, not not ballot papers. Just to be clear, I don't handle ballot papers. That's mm -hmm. the IC's job. But I will be going. For, so I'm not based anywhere on the day. I'm going to try and visit as many of the voting stations. Can I just okay. ask a question on, on voting day? Are mm. you allowed to be uh, present? Is any party? I thought it had to be mm -mm. just the lady there, you you know, who's checking the, the, no. the your ID and yes, your credentials. There should be yeah. actually no campaigning of any That's sort. not campaigning, though. No, um, it's not campaigning, mm. but your presence there is, is saying 100 something. Allowed. Are you allowed to Every be party has the right to two things. 
or well, let's say three things. The one is that they're allowed to have party agents inside to observe the process to make sure it's free and fair and that mm -hmm. no skullduggery takes place. Every party has the right to two party agents. Um, every party has the right to have counting agents to observe the counting process. And every party has the right to have a table stationed. But, but the big but is that they can't be within the boundary. The IC sets mm. up a, a taped boundary oh outside yes, the yes. voting station, <coughs> and you can't be within that. Um, okay. You can't be within that boundary. You can have a table to greet your voters. You mm -hmm. can't, you know, give them a loaf of bread and say, "Here, go vote for me." Oh That's right. illegal. You can't do stuff <laughs> like that. We've had that at by-elections before. I've seen it with my own yeah. eyes. Crazy stuff. Mm. And, and, you know, the part the, the, that that party can actually be disqualified for that. But anyways, I, I, I digressing. So you're allowed to have a table with your folks. People are allowed to come to you because we actually do that. Please come to the DA table. We will check. We will cross you off so that we can stop calling you on the day because we call and we have a massive calling and SMS campaign. We will cross you off on there so, and feed that information through to our war room so that they can mark you as there and then you won't be called because, like I said, we have that massive. You, you also... We can't go in there branded, so our party agents aren't wearing branding. Mm -hmm. But as a voter, you can walk in if you know you feel, ah, oh, I want to su proudly support my DA today, and you've got you can walk in and vote with your DA shirt because you're a voter. But our our activists can't be okay. inside the boundary. Yes. And yeah. you yeah. can't yeah. either. That's, and that's also, a question. Uh, parties can't go campaigning on the day on that's on the day of the election. Mm -hmm. You can't. So so yes. having a table is not campaigning. It's campaigning. just it's just, just election yeah. oversight. But you can't do like some parties. You can't walk in up and down the the row and say with I'm with sure. a loud hailer. Even on registration weekend, there was a party there in in our border. I'm not going to lambaste the party, so I'm just going to say a party. They were standing outside the voting station with a loud hailer saying, "Don't vote the DA. They this and that. Vote for our party." Blah. And I and then I went straight to the presiding officer. Said, "Presiding officer, this is this is against Legal. the rules. Yeah. The other parties were clearly also." disgruntled by it mm -hmm. you could mm -hmm. see it and i spoke to them privately and but they were too afraid to speak out but i'm not so i just said to the presiding officer this is not on this is not allowed oh and they 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 banished them from doing that but you're not allowed to drive with a truck loud hailing on the day okay mm. interesting mm. yeah mm. thank you very much edwina and sean for joining us mm. here at the happening radio studio you. happening radio will be out in the field on monday we are going to be broadcasting. Instead of mm. broadcasting in studio, we will be keeping the listeners up to date live yeah. on Facebook what's happening at the different voting stations. Yeah. So wow, we'll be out exciting. there from early yes. morning till 9 o'clock at night. Should I send you, um, I don't know how you can broadcast it because it's, you know, on WhatsApp you can send um, pins. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if how you can emulate and put it on your Facebook page, but what I can do is as I go to the voting stations in the course of the day, I can send you the pins of them. You if you, do I don't know if you can then put it on there for voters to know where the pin is, especially Harmony Park. Not many people know, newcomers to the ward don't know where Harmony Park is, yeah. and it's it's not very quick to spot. Okay. So I can do that for you, and I don't know how you would put it on Facebook. We can. I will speak to mm. Paul. There should be a way that we can do that. I'll yes. do that for you. Um, mention it or whatever we'll make a plan but thank you for for mentioning Before that yes. you yeah, know i normally i mean especially with us people ask where's the village plaza we've now started calling mm. this the white house of gordon's bay opposite the bp garage and now people start to know when we talk about the white house where the village <laughs> plaza is you must come to the white house yeah you know, it's 
you've got something there that just you would like to mention. Just from the Residents Association, I just want to bring to the attention that today, first of all, from the Community Police Forum, we'll be attending a, a meeting at uh, with the National Prosecuting Authority, all the different stations, all the different Good. CPF representatives, etc. We are there to address the challenges between the community, community and the judicial system and just have a have our voice heard from our side as well. Mm -hmm. And we know here from Gordons Bay where we do have problems where people are arrested, where um, especially we know from Fleur Park side where they've been caught, yeah. arrested, and then they spend their two nights in jail here at mm -hmm. uh, Gordons Bay, go off to the court, and then they're just given a court uh, date to go back later. They offend again in between <coughs> that, and yes, we want to know where and how you know, so yeah, that's yeah. going to be an important meeting I'll be attending this morning. And then even more important, Linda, mm -hmm. there's a call. I've put it up on the Gordons Bay Residents Association page. Mm -hmm. There's a call for public participation. Mm -hmm. we we've spoken about say, here, have your say often. And this yeah. time, please, please, we're asking you to, to look at it. It's a call for public p participation regarding liquor last applications at petrol stations, convenience one, yeah. stores. Yeah. So the Western Cape Liquor Authority authority mm -hmm. has been called has called for people to say do we want to have a liquor store at our petrol station mm -hmm. we we in gordon's bay have already had a, a request for the one at uh, the bp on fora marine road so we need to submit our comments uh, in Gordon's Bay, we just feel that it doesn't tick all the boxes. It's close to schools, it's close to old age home. All the, the things that the, the um, liquor forum put forward mm -hmm. to say when you're granting a license, this is what you must look at. I will put more information Please. on our page. Yeah. We must also be very aware Harmony Park is right opposite the BP station mm -hmm. there. We're going to have people running across the road. This year already we have had one child that was killed, killed on that yeah. road and we oh. do not want to repeat from that. Yeah. So please Gordon's Bayers, please have mm -hmm. your say, send it in mm. by the mm. dozens. It's on the GBRA uh, Facebook, Facebook page. page. And I will also share that on, on the Happening Radio page. Yes. Um, and lastly, before we say goodbye to our guest, at 3.30 today we will have Neil De Beer in studio. And Edwina, I've got a message for you. Um, Edwina, you should have run for councillor for years. You have been behind the scenes. There is a reason why you, the Iron Lady of Gordon's Bay. And it's an absolute pleasure for me to have the Iron Lady of Gordon's Bay in the White House. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Uh, had I been five, ten years younger, it would have been would another have been, story. Yeah. But right now, my passion is Gordon's Bay, and I will continue doing what I am doing. Yeah, Thank you. You're younger than the president, though, so if he can do it, I'm sure you will. You can do it, yeah. <laughs> no, I came here to retire. We can, oh, we, can, yeah. we can have a vote on that one. Yeah, but, yeah. Sean? from Happening Radio side. Yes. Um, all of the best. Thank Good luck. Thank you. Um, yeah. Let's hope everything goes smooth and according to plans and that there's no hiccups, no ballot papers going missing. And or even shortage. That's, oh, a huge, shortage. that's one of the problems oh, yes, we have. Yes. So the IC comes to you and they don't have enough ballot papers for the day. Mm. And then they scramble, and then people can't vo can't vote, and then and then people get cut for. Oof, sorry, that's okay. Um, yeah, that is exactly how people and feel. And they turn <laughs> they turn around because they're not going to wait for the because for them to fetch ballot yes, papers, and, they yes, yes, and they're yes. not going to come back because they said, "Oh, I came out. I'm not going to come back later." And and it happens. It happens all the time. Mm. So that's one thing we're going to keep an eye on is to make sure that on that morning when they open up, they have enough ballot papers. Okay, but all of the best Thank and. You. Um, should you be ele uh, elected, we will 
have you here yeah, next week in studio. We will set a date. I will cool. set up the date with whoever is going to, we think, or the contact numbers we've got. So whoever is then being elected, we will definitely have a conversation with in studio next week, just to, to touch base. Um, but from us here at Happening Radio, all of the best. Thank and you very much. we might bump into you on Tuesday. Thank Tuesday, Monday. 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 That's responsibility to vote you've got concerns you've got gripes um, but I always feel and it sounds crude to say it but you don't really have the right to complain if you don't exercise your right to exactly. have a say yes. Brilliant. Okay.